we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, Patrick, Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. It's not very entertaining to talk about Lisa Marie and uh, her untimely death, but we did get some news yesterday, uh, the cause of her death. You know, she's had a history with drug abuse and been to rehab for it several times. And so I think a lot of people might have thought it was a drug overdose that was yeah, just, or yeah. that it somehow drugs at least aided in her untimely passing. Right. Right. And now we find out that it was death from a small bowel obstruction and then she went into cardiac arrest. This was so bizarre, random. I'm glad we know this. I always, you know, I always look, I don't want to say I look forward to these articles, but, you know, you have the initial shock and sadness of the death. But then being the curious people that we are, I'll speak for myself that mm-hmm. I am, I want to know details, right? Right, right, right? And when we finally got these details, I thought, I didn't see that one coming. Right. And they did release a toxicology report, which she did have therapeutic levels of oxycodone in her blood because she had just had a procedure done. And that's why she was prescribed this healthy, uh, somewhat healthy level of oxycodone. And then she had a second opioid, which is to treat opioid overuse and then another oh. drug that was um, an antipsychotic drug. So she had drugs in her system, but the drugs didn't lead to her death. It was this small bowel obstruction that actually caused the death. And in addition to that, it was in the form of um, this kind of strangulated small bowel. And that's called, caused by adhesions that develop after gastric bypass that she had years ago. This was pretty shocking. I, I like I didn't know about this. I mean, I don't know yeah. that we uh, any of us knew that if that mm-hmm. was public information. But then I, I was curious to learn, and um, I'm sure you can tell us more about this, the, that that is just a, a, or I should say, that is a known side effect for that procedure. Yeah, I don't know much about that, but I, I, I just... I think about just her life and that she was born into the spotlight, not of her choice. And being in such a weird situation where your father, who 
is like worshipped as far as music goes on a level that's like godlike. And so you have this sadness in your life where you can't, you can never actually meet your father, but millions of people did. That has to just be really lonely and a sad feeling. And then also, you know, you have your mother who's also just known for being married really to Elvis Presley. Oh, I just I can't imagine what that would bring on. You're in the public eye, so you won't you don't you know, you have these beauty standards that you want to live up to. I just feel like she had a lot of things against her just coming into this world. And I just really just really feel for her, you know, uh, in those struggles. Um, And uh, but it is good to know that, you know, she did not overdose because I think that would be really hard for the family. Yeah. I, and, and again, I think, you know, it's tragic regardless. I, I did not realize that she had been through this procedure. I don't think we knew that. And that that procedure, one of the side effects of that procedure is this scarring, which can lead to this, you know, essentially, essentially it sounds like parts of your intestine are dying and then that can cause, I don't know if it's like an infection or if it's just causing a rupture, but whatever the end result of that process is, it can lead to death. And it it just, it creeps me out to learn that that's something you could essentially be dealing with and not really even know it. So it's likely that she didn't realize that that was, that was something that she was facing until it was too late. Right. That's terrifying. It is terrifying terrifying to not to not know. I wonder if she did feel pain or if there was anything going on. Um, So like adhesions that develop in your small bowel. Just. mm. Yeah. It's like the scar tissue and then parts of it. Essentially, it sounds like it starts to die. Parts of it start to die. And then anything, you know, of course, if there's a rupture in your colon or your Uh intestines, that's bad because that can lead to an infection or Mm -hmm. infection within your body. And I mean, again, I'm not a doctor, but the little I was reading this morning about it just creeped me out because, again, I don't need another thing to worry about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't had this procedure, so I'm directly not related. But you know how you just have that like, oh, my God, I don't even want to think about this. Gosh. And another thing that TMZ said in this article was that, you know, we do know that she has been known to over-medicate before and that it was important for her to keep track of that because she would forget that she had taken her meds and then she would take them again. And I guess if there's strong enough meds where you're just, you know, it kind of makes you out of it a little bit. Yeah, that's that's another just worry, I guess, that, that people oh, for sure. have with her. And um, But now they don't have to worry because... Right. That's not the cause of death. I am glad that they do make that public or information because I think it does do enough. I mean, it probably won't change the speculation because not everybody's going to see that story, this story. Right. And and they're still going to think like, oh, maybe she overdosed. And that might be out there, but at least the record is correct publicly. So, you know, people aren't going to sort of have the kind of like we used to, you know, like Mama Cass died by choking on a ham sandwich, like all these sort of apocryphal you know, myths that are built Mm. up around the death of celebrities. I mean, including, but not limited to her very own father, Mm -hmm. just, you know, the sort of salaciousness around the death of a celebrity. That's right. And um, so I think that that's, I think it's the more information always the better, even though it can be uncomfortable and sad and, you know, particularly scary in this case. Yes. The, the coroner also said that there wasn't any drug paraphernalia in, in the house um, that her urine toxicology report was negative. So, 
Like, they just want to make it clear that she did not die from a drug overdose. So good news to hear, but in a sad, sad story. Um, I want to flip the script because I know you have a story about Kathy Griffin that's all about penises. <laughs> yes. This will be a peen at 2.15. Peen at 2.15 <laughs> when we come back right here on Mike. Sin and Alexis in the morning. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team have been right over in St. Anthony keeping vehicles safe and uh, styling on the roads for over four decades. They're right over in St. Anthony. For me, it's super convenient because it's on my way to work. Typically, what will happen when I bring my vehicle in for scheduled maintenance, which, by the way, they got that little sticker in my windshield so I can see, oh, it's time for me to make an appointment. I'll bebop over online, clickety-clack, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Then I show up, drop off my car. They've got a courtesy car waiting because I've requested it. You can also request a shuttle service, which is available upon request. And then you get about your day. Go about your business, go to work, whatever. I bebop over to the studio. And then they'll give me an update usually. Say, hey, we worked on all this stuff. Come pick up your car after work. I'll drive back, pick up my vehicle. They'll have run it through the car wash. It feels so nice to get into my car again, thanks to the team at Boulevard. You'll have the same experience. Call them today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Harder, mop smarter. Bradley trainer, Don McLean, producer Mike Ganger. The adventures of Bradley and Don, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. If you ever want to fall in love, if you ever want to bet on us, if you ever want to be my one, I'll be waiting. If you ever want one more night, if you ever want to make things right, if you ever want to change your Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. I don't want to see it. Please just put it back. I'm talking about Kathy Griffin. I have done, I've done nothing to bring the cat. Well, Kathy Griffin, what now? She's not a cat pervert. Um, see yesterday's show for that funny clip uh, at the end of the second hour. Kathy Griffin was interviewed by Page Six. And the the real part of the interview was like, tell us about your performances that are happening. She just had a sold out show in Vegas. And I'm so excited because she's really talented and funny. I've seen her. I think you have as well mm-hmm. um, uh, doing her, you know, on stage. And I really do feel like she's a talented person. However, you feel about her politics and everything. We're leaving that out. But it's good to see that she's working again. She struggled with uh, cancer last year, and we just want all good things for Kathy Griffin. But she did go back and relive a time in uh, the 90s where she said that um, she's seen everybody's business. So she's looking back at the What do you mean everybody's business? She says that male comics are pretty much gross. They're all gross, and that back in the day, in the 90s, she saw everybody's junk. Oh, she's seen all the comic male penises? Or yes. Or does it go beyond that? Like, I need, I've got a list. She's, Celebrities? What are we talking no, about? No, she's just talking specifically about guy comics. I guy can't... comics are pigs, she says. <laughs> they've. Um, it's been around a long time. I've seen all of their penises. Just the comics, though. Just the comics. <laughs> and then she recalls a time we're at parties Male comedians would take out their business. What? And pretend to perform acts 
What? What are you talking about? That are not face to face with their exposed parts out. What are you talking about? Give me an example. Well, I don't want to be crude, but they have. Why are you exposing? Have you met us? (laughs) No, I'm trying to be delicate here. (laughs) Why? Okay. All right. So they would take their penis out. Just as Paul McGuire Grimes walks in, he's like, oh, I'm listening. (laughs) So at these parties with a bunch of comics, it was normal for them to take it out, pretend to form uh, to do an act on her from behind or say, hey, look, my junk is a wristwatch and then flop it out. Can I? Un- I don't understand. Like, look, the I, wristwatch part. I love. <laughs> I love junk. Some of my Excuse best friends me. are junk, <laughs> but I don't understand this. Like juvenile, you know, like that seems like such a specific kind of guy move. Not all guys. I'm saying there's a specific kind of guy who's like, look at my thing. I can. Uh. And it's all comics, apparently. Apparently, it's 90s. all comics. What is that about? Do you think? Is it like a power move? I mean, other than it's like sexually. Uh, problematic it is really now she says they don't think of me as a girl so she's not saying that she was you know at the time it was just like yeah we're all at this party and of course everyone has their thing out no that is (laughs) what she says he's like i've been to a lot of parties um, and a lot of parties where you might think yeah yeah that that, that that might happen happen. but no in fact i don't think i've ever been to a party that uh, people have been like, oh, yeah, no, everybody had their thing out. Yeah, it was a common thing that would just happen. It just became a running joke. Ew. And she said that um, she used Pete Davidson as an example. What? Not that he did this. but Oh, I was going to say, did that- we learn? Is it true? No. <laughs> She's like, he's Pete Davidson is like, in a way, he's like a typical guy comic because guy comics always get women that are too hot for them. And I think it makes them lose their minds. Oh, okay. okay. And so a lot of these guys take out their wiener. A lot of these guys are not conventionally attractive. And she said, I'm not going to say that because I've been. She says, I am going to say that because I've been called ugly my whole career. Oh, so, so what she's saying is like they kind of lose their mind because they get a lot of attention yes. and a lot of fame. And maybe they're kick out kicking their coverage. Yeah. And so it's just Willie's willy nilly. Right. So Willie's a nilly. It wasn't a big deal <laughs> to say it's not a big deal. Obviously, we know that's a big deal. I think that's a big deal. But I also that's interesting. I'm, I'm sure the way Kathy Griffin tells it, you're like, you can't stop laughing because right. She... And I wish we had audio, but it was just an interview with page six. Oh, okay. So, I thought this was like part of her act or something. No, it isn't. She, no, she's basically, I think that they approached her because, Hey, we know that you've been doing shows. And also how about Jonah Hill? What'd she say? Well, she just said, Hey, all guy comics are pigs. Okay. You know, she's like, I haven't. So she didn't talk about Jonah Hill. She just talked about, like, listen to what I've seen. Well, are, there are some previous examples, you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Of inappropriate male comics. What I want to know is, what is, hey, cat, hey, look, my penis is a wristwatch. What? 
And she said, Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yeah, I get it. We've seen it again. I want to know what that joke is, like physically. Is it like, I'm going to put it on your wrist? Hey, look, my... My penis or is, is it a like they're watch, putting it on their or wrist? Or they're putting it on, the, yes, yeah. they're putting it on their wrist. And they're yeah. like, hey, look, it's a wristwatch. Yeah. And then uh, they wrap it around. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys just explained it to me. I got it now. I don't know. Oh, I don't she do acts so naive. Jokes. No, I don't. I don't. Like, I don't. Well, I've never, to be clear, I've never done the wristwatch move. It's not like <laughs> a thing. I don't weekend. think. Uh, Paul, it. feel free to open your microphone and save <laughs> okay, me. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say this because there used to be a stage show. Maybe you know this. Oh, Puppetry of Puppetry the Penis. Puppetry of the Penis. So yes. a lot of these acts kind of came from that. So it was, you know, wrapping around your wrist. Like, blue, you, you know, here's a balloon animal. Yes, here's an elephant. Yes, literally. <laughs> or the hamburger, you know. Hamburger! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just use your what imagination. What's the hamburger? It's <laughs> flattened. <laughs> I, I was going to say something naughty, but I'm not going to. Okay, thank but, you. So none of this really, I mean, I guess I'm not we'll surprised. There was college parties where people would get naked that I went to. And, oh, like, right. You know, a wild that was college. Life. That yeah. was you know, where's the line there? Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, I guess this isn't too surprising. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of. Um... I think her point is well taken that, like, I think maybe she was trying to make a larger point. Now I might be uh, giving her too much credit that, like, Jonah Hill's behavior is probably more common than you think. Yeah. His, not that it's a, 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 yeah, well, a proving right. like of it. His, but... Like his behavior, that has nothing to do with whipping it out. But no, but it's saying, toxic hey, masculinity. He's, he's, he's it sort gross, of falls under that gross. umbrella. Yeah, exactly. Now, she also adds that, oh, I love her T-shirt. I believe this is her new T-shirt. It says officially uncanceled. <laughs> Las Vegas. This just happened June 17th of this year. So well, I know that show. she has really made an effort to to mount a comeback, but it's all been self-funded, I think, for a lar- large part because oh, yeah. nobody will touch her. Because of the hot water she got herself into with those uh, photos, um, you know that photo shoot that she did with like the severed head of the president of the United mm, States. Not good. So that that sort of that's where I think the canceled part oh, came yeah. in. And the this show that I saw years ago, I think this was before the pandemic. Even 
she had had to self-fund all of that. Mm. And so I'm assuming this is just a continuation of the long. Uh, it looks like her husband does a lot of the organizing for her uh, new tour. So, yeah. And she, you know, I, 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 she, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because I think she really does still have a long way to go before, you know, Hollywood would consider, you know, working with her the way they used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very funny. I've seen yeah. her live a few Me times. Too. And she's hysterical. Oh, yeah. I just could not. I could not stop laughing. She had a whole segment about Harry Styles and how messed up he was backstage at a concert. It was someone else's she concert. She really is the only, isn't, don't you feel like she's kind of an inheritor of the Joan Rivers style of comic? Say that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just telling all the good like, secrets. And just saying things that like, no other person would say. I mean, and there's the delivery of like, I'm gonna let you in on the secret. This yes, time. yes. you're my friend. Like, you're my yeah. friend. I've got this story to tell yes, you. Yes, it's minute, really great. So. Yeah, like you'll never believe, even yes. if it's not real. You don't know. It's like, like is that really true? But she yeah. makes it sound like it is. So yeah. I totally buy it. Thank you, Don. Mm-hmm. Hey, you heard that voice in the background. His name is Paul McGuire Grimes. He joins us on the other side of this to talk about things we can watch in theaters this weekend, and also what's going on with the strike and more. Right here on My Talk 1071. And Don, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us this Friday. If you miss any of the show today, you can go back on our website, mytalk1071.com, and download the podcast. And please just subscribe to the podcast every day. That way, it'll be right there for you. We have Paul McGuire Grimes. Hi, Paul. Oh, I don't know if you've heard, but there's lots to talk about. Oh, <laughs> my God. Paul's trip to the movies. And not only is there a lot to talk about what's coming, what's in theaters right now, but like what's been in theaters. Like, oh, my God, there's so much. I wish we could talk about Indiana Jones because we just both saw it, but let's focus on what's now in the theaters yes. this weekend. Go see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Truly not only one of the best in the franchise, but it sets a high bar for action movies and film going forward this year. Oh, that's oh really? Yes, and I say that because I came coming off of like an Indiana Jones or a Marvel that are so CGI heavy, so almost fake looking, mm. that then to come into a Mission Impossible movie that has all the classic Mission Impossible elements to it. The rubber mask, the spy, Tom Cruise running, and then feel <laughs> like you are in the middle of the action because it's real action sequences, practical practical effects. effects. Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise basically speed diving off of a cliff on a motorcycle, a massive sequence in Rome, another massive train sequence that they're on top of fighting. That it looks real. It's tangible. You're in it. It is breathtaking. And knowing that it was shot and you can see it on IMAX makes such a world of difference. It's it's um, amazing what Tom and director Christopher McQuarrie and this cast are doing with this franchise now is is groundbreaking really now, s- go uh, ahead sorry I was just gonna say I'd seen the trailer and it actually I was because I don't want to like it a because I'm not I'm not previously on board with Mission Impossible it's not mm. a franchise I've been particularly right. cued into and then I'm always just a little you know uh critical of Tom Cruise. Uh, but this this yeah. trailer made me want to see it. I mean, I get all of those concerns. I hear you about the the S angle of it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
I and that's where I'm always torn with his movies because he makes movies to be seen in the cinema and they are really good movies. Um, and I would say that you don't even need to have a background knowledge of this franchise. Okay, either. that was going to be my question. Yeah, like you could I don't go remember. Into, yeah, right, you could go into this one fresh. It is a new story. There are returning characters, but you kind of get a glimpse of like, oh yeah, we saw Rebecca Ferguson's character. Like we know that she's been involved with the Tom Cruise character and there and there's stakes in these movies. Mm. Not everyone comes out alive. Okay. Which is great. And there's great villains. And yes. it's a lot about AI. And I, which is then like, oh, whoa. we're talking about AI right now. And AI cannot pull off a movie like this. Right. And that's what everyone is talking about right now. And I bet there's great. some just like cinematic shots. Oh, and my beautiful gorgeous. scenery. Oh, they know how to shoot Rome locations. and Venice mm. so well. Like you're on that gondola ride and the canals and is it still the case that with IMAX you have to shoot it with an IMAX camera? Well, I sound really stupid right now. Nope, but. these are very good questions. So this is a great... I think this was shot with IMAX cameras. I should have looked into this first. But IMAX cameras are much bigger. The frame is bigger. Yeah. Christopher Nolan is a huge proponent of IMAX. He shot Oppenheimer on IMAX. Mm-hmm. So with that, you get a larger frame Mm -hmm. and when you are projecting it if you're using the right projectors you then see it differently you Mm -hmm. see a larger image than if it's shrunk down and there is a way that you can blow it up to imax size and reframe it but if it's shot with imax you're getting that image from the frame automatically i wonder if my brain can handle it it's so (laughs) like but that's part of that immersive experience yeah you know you want to feel and i will never forget seeing mission possible ghost protocol at the zoo because of how shot imax don't bring I know. Or even we don't co- have a full ass IMAX in we the state. We do not. Yes, we have Southdale, and yes, we have Rosedale. But that's not. But they're not like they're not the actual like what it should be. Yeah, it's not giving you the full perspective. No, no, I or at see. least the full experience that, is that we used to have very at, the, strange. at the zoo. Yeah really weird. Okay. It's a bummer. Okay. Can we move on to the after party? Yes. So this is a new series. It's not a new series. It's season two, Apple TV Plus. This is a murder mystery comedy series with a big cast. I don't know if either of you watched the first season. No. So it's a couple of the returning cast members, Sam Richardson and Zoe Chow, are back going to her sister Grace's wedding. Wedding is great. The reception is good. The next morning, the groom winds up dead. And so the whole murder mystery is Who killed the groom? How did he die? And each episode is told through a different character's perspective because every character is a suspect. Mm. And it's told in this through a different movie genre, a different movie style. Oh, fun. So, like, uh, the, oh. the second episode is very Jane Austen inspired. Like, when they're doing the flashbacks of, like, mm-hmm. this different angle, um, there's a Wes Anderson inspired episode, which is so mm. Wes Anderson. So, it's the writing is clever. It's from Chris Miller and Phil Lord, who did the Lego movie Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Oh. So, they have that, yeah. a great cast. Ken Jong. Uh, John Cho is in it. Tiffany Haddish plays the detective. So she's coming into the scene. She was also in the first season. Like, tell me what's going on. And she's very Tiffany Haddish in it. So yes. it's funny. That and sounds I, really good. It is really good. I've seen eight of the ten episodes. I have no idea who done it. Oh, which is really? great. You know, and yeah, I didn't no, know in wanna, the first season. You want to not know right away, right? right? Yeah. It's it's. I got to interview a bunch of them. Interviews on my YouTube channel, Paul Strip the movies, and they're all fun together. And Sam Richardson, if you don't know him, he's so cute, so charming. He was on Ted Lasso. He had a small arc on Ted Lasso. He was in the Tomorrow War. You would recognize his face if you looked him up. He's just lovely. 
All right, how many tickets? Does? So three and a half out of five. You did tell us how many tickets? Four you gave. and a half out of five from Mission House. Okay. So that's a go see for go sure this see. weekend. Yes, I would imagine. And then and we have Rock Hudson, All oh, That Heaven Allowed oh on God. Max. This is a new documentary on Max that is really about his career and really how he was this pioneer for the gay community when he was diagnosed with AIDS and how he became the public figure of it and how it was so mm. needed for someone of his stature to be that face to put it to put a face to it and i think the movie the documentary is really trying to make his life what it what he should be known for and yet it's yeah. not it's not a lot about his career but like the behind the scenes how he was he was always gay he was always out to his friends mm -hmm. there's a publicationship that we find mm -hmm. out a lot of yeah. interviews with his former lovers and partners talking about their relationships and how they had to keep it secret mm. it's really and they get candid like, if you want to know stuff, watch this documentary and your job will be dropped. Oh. I'm so excited because, like, you before you had to go looking for the story, it was there. Like you oh, said, sure. it was kind of an open secret in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. But it also, there's so much, like, if you love the pop culture and the idea of publicationships and, this you know, going on celebrity forever. gossip, like, this is kind of representative, uh, you know, of what's been going on forever. This and was 50s and 60s. Exactly. Everybody thinks, like, oh, back in the 50s and 60s, everything mm -hmm. was, you couldn't be, you know, okay. Everybody was fine. I mean, there was some stuff. Right. And um, I'm glad it's finally getting its due. Yeah. And in a way that's, you know, respectful. Mm -hmm. um, I think it puts him in, an, in a really good, strong light now without the stigma that I think when he died, he had. Yeah. And now people are going to go back and try to watch his movies and kind of relearn who he was. You know, I think it's I think it's great. And, and that's on Max? Max. Four and a half out of five. Ooh, so right. poignant. So great, Bradley. I know. Yeah, I think you both will oh, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I sure. mean, like, Not if you love it. Hollywood. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But as a gay, <laughs> right. know your history. <laughs> Thank you. Now, before we get into talking about the strike, yes. which is, uh, tell us about um, your movie series and yes. Sunset Boulevard. Yes, coming up next Sunday, July 23rd, 3 o'clock, Imagine Theaters Egan. I'm going to be showing Sunset Boulevard. So I try to do a classic and a contemporary, but, you know, every other month. We've had a lot of fun so far. This is the, now the fourth movie. Panda came out last month to come see The Dark Knight. It was so great to meet her. Oh, well, listen, yes, I'm like, what are you talking about? Listen, Listener Panda. I should have said Listener. Listener Panda came out to see The Dark Knight. It's great to meet my talkers. Phil came out to see A League of Their Own when we oh, first fun. launched this. So it's been great to meet my talkers. Tickets now on sale. I'm going to do a talk back afterwards. So a little bit of learning about the history of the movie, the history of the time, the 1951 Best Actress Oscar race that glorious. Gloria Swanson went up against Betty Davis and Baxter, oh. like a huge year. Oh, the musical, boy. like so. There's lots to talk about. So I want people to come get tickets. It's a really great time. August, it's Taxi Driver. September's The Breakfast Club. October, Zodiac. So it's uh, I love it. And it, Hollywood I, history, Hollywood and history, movie history, and, and film you history. Get to I come it. meet me. I mean, oh I mean, that alone Ticket is worth the price absolutely. of admission. How can they People. find all the information yes. about so that you series? You can either go to my website, paulstripthemovies.com, or go to their website, imagine-entertainment.com. If you do the little drop-down for events, you'll see Paul McGuire Grimes Presents, and you'll see all the movies, a little blurb about me, and then you can just pick tickets for whatever movie you want to come see. Okay. Fabulous, Paul. You have to tell us, uh, give us your take on the SAG after strike. Okay. Um, I stand with SAG-AFTRA. I stand with the Writers Guild. These studio executives need to be paying their talent what they are worth so that we can have the entertainment so that they can live and have health care and have housing. Like people for people think that it's the George Clooney's and the Meryl mm. Streep's like that. Oh, that's Hollywood. They're making a ton of money. That's no. not what we're talking that's about. That's not what we're talking about. Well, that's 
part, a sliver of what a we're talking sliver, about. And they're a sliver a of this population. That's, yes. And we need those faces to stand out and be like, here's, we need to talk about residuals. And what's going on with streaming contracts is very different than what's going on with broadcast contracts because broadcast contracts have kind of been set in place. Now people are watching streaming shows. Now actors are going to streaming networks. Well, those. Those provisions are not written into those contracts. There is no minimum wage. There is no guaranteed yeah. health coverage. All that stuff that people are now fighting for, which goes... Because those standards were not dictated by a previous strike that Correct. could have happened, but now has happened. So yes. therefore, you hope, or at least the actors hope, that there will be those standards going yeah. forward. Yeah, the landscape has changed completely, and there's been no renegotiation. Right. And now we need to fight for that. Yes. So um, pay attention. It is huge. This affects... All the movies that we watch, all the television that we watch. Will that change? You know, I'm just curious. Will that change like the work that you're doing? Because uh, basically promo for any film is done. Correct. So, yes. So there will be no press junkets moving forward as long as actors are on strike. There will be no premieres, no social media that actors can talk about their show, like whatever they're promoting. So I was supposed to... I, I. could have been doing interviews maybe for only murders in the building coming up mm. um but that's not happening yeah and then there's a british tv series that i kind of asked about and that i don't know if that's which heartstopper well we were i was reading earlier that in the uk if it's equity that union that they are not allowed to strike in solidarity right yeah so that's there's a little pickle there with british yeah. actors and whatever their union is and it's not in the same terms as sag so it's very complicated mm-hmm. at the end of the day we will, like when fall TV season happens, their your favorite shows will not be back. But you'll uh, you'll you'll cover them. Yes, you it, just won't have the first hand account, right? Of you know the people involved, which and is going to be a hard might, job for you, right? And we might be covering old episodes of the X Files or Star Trek or yeah, whatever it may be. Right. You know, like depending yeah. on how far this goes down the line, and these producers are like, hey, we're just going. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com gonna let this talent lose all their money and bleed and lose their homes until they renegotiate, no. which is horrific. Absolutely. I want to find out who said that. It's probably but I guess David it just, Zaslav or you Bob think so? Iger. Oh, yeah, I mean, well. not to throw people under the bus. Well, Bob but, Iger was well, open about he how was he just, felt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we know what David Zaslav has been doing to more Again, these people who, who just made like I was going to use an expletive, tons of, of money, mm-hmm. you know, in bonuses, et cetera, t- while telling us that, you know, they're and you having a hard find, time. And, if you, and you can find that in any corporation in America where the top execs and CEOs 
are this goes to wealth disparity. The larger concept of wealth disparity in this country. Yeah. This is a good example of that. Well, Paul, <laughs> we could go on, but we can't because we have to play a game with our good friend Mike because we do game show roulette at the end of every show. And it's I the hope end you both of win. the week. Well, well we are because this uh, on Fridays we always play together. But I want to make sure before you leave, are you going to be on Twin Cities Live yes, today? Yes, three o'clock host chat. I'm diving into the strike. So if you miss some of this convo or if you want more, I'm talking about it at three o'clock at the top of the hour. Fabulous. And uh, Paul, have a wonderful weekend. Thanks Thank for you, being too. with us. Dawn, Mike's going to spin his wheel when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Hero Home Services. You got any electrical issues? Got any weird plugs? Some crackly, uh, pluggy things? Okay, I don't know what I'm trying to say other than if you've got electrical issues around the house, I want you to do me a favor and call my friends at Hero because right now, you can save $69 off your next electrical repair. We actually had Hero out to uh, tell us what was going on with a hall light. It just kind of crapped out. And it was a chain light that I honestly had no idea where the power source was coming from. So Hero came out and they showed us. And turns out we actually have two electrical systems in our home. Didn't know that. Until Hero came out to tell us. I'm telling you their level of expertise, their knowledge of old Twin Cities homes is bar none. So... If you've got electrical issues, now's the time to get them addressed. Call my friends at Hero. There's a reason you see their red trucks all over town, because they're the best in the business. Save $69. Tell them Bradley sent you. I'm looking at my wristwatch. It's a quarter till three, which means it's time to play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Let's play a game. Hey, Mike. Yeah. If we get done with the game early, can I read the email? You can. Absolutely. <laughs> that uh, listener sent during we got the break to, about the wristwatch. Just go ahead and do it right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll hurry okay, through the so game. So, listener, um, really quickly, we talked. Dawn shared with us that Kathy Griffin shared a story about how apparently comics like to take out their junk at parties mm. and go, look, it's a wristwatch. Apparently, they like wrap it around their wrist or something. <laughs> And, and I like, was like, that's like a, a thing? It looks like it's only a quarter to one. <laughs> anyway. That watch looks broken. Uh, Heather, listener Heather said, it's not just comics that do it. I had a college track coach do it and a mater d' at a very popular Minneapolis restaurant. Do it. <laughs> oh. What? I'm like at the table? Can I interest you in a little what? Quarter past two. Oh. Anyway, what? sorry. I had to share that blind item. Go ahead, yeah. Mike. Even a broken wrist rot watches right twice a day. Just going to spin the wheel here and find out what we're playing today. And by the way, it's Friday, so we're playing together, yeah! and it's going to be ooh, one of our ooh. faves. One of our Friday favorites and just one of the greatest games yeah, ever come created. On down! Nope, it's Family I Feud. Have done, I've done nothing to bring... I have done... It's Family oh Feud, it's not Come On Down. I yeah. always think it's the he price is right. He always yells, come on down. So we're playing the uh, Fast Money Round. We're going to try to get to 200 points between the two of you as you are the family members trying to win uh, $10,000 or a car, depending on whichever uh, incarnation we're playing. Uh, who wants to uh, go first? I'll go first. All right. The other one has to leave. That is Bradley Bye. stepping outside. Can you put the lid on these seaweed Pringles, please? They'll go stale if you don't. Oh, wait. They're already stale. (laughs) He 
doesn't have that potted up. Okay. All right, here we go. Are you ready yeah, to do I'm this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm All ready. Right, I'm you ready. stepped outside. He's not. Again, we are doing a yeah. family feud, so we'll run through these answers. Yep. And uh, you just give me your answer as quick as you possibly can, and we'll give it. Uh, we'll get it going with this one. If you had fingers that were the size of hot dogs, name an activity you would struggle doing. Um, putting on, oh, putting on your clothes. Yeah, name something a husband might do when his pregnant wife yells, it's time. Um, it, grab the baby bag. Name something in the kitchen you'd hate to live without. A refrigerator. If you thought you were hearing a robber in your house, where would you hide? The closet. Name something that would be impossible to do in the dark. Uh, drive. All right. Oh. Let's see how you did here as we uh, <laughs> oh, no. run through these disaster. answers. Hey, it's not a disaster. Okay. Come on now. It's You're all right. Bad. I think I want oh. a timer next time. I know that usually freaks me out. But... Oh, you want a timer next yeah. time. Okay. I okay. Know. Well, I can do that. Okay. We can arrange that. Uh, let's start it off with this one. If you uh, had fingers that were the size of hot dogs, name an activity you would struggle doing. And you said, put your clothes on, right? Yeah. That's what you said. Uh, is put your clothes on on the board? It absolutely Ooh. is. That is our number two answer. Okay, good. But it's only worth 13. Okay. So there were a lot of answers there for that one. Yeah, so 13 fine. points for you. You're off to a fantastic start. Okay. Name something a husband might do when his pregnant wife yells, it's time. You said grab the baby bag. Survey says... It's not on the board. Yeah, like clothes. You know, you have a bag yeah, packed. I know. Okay. I, I no, I, You're exactly right. Yeah. I think it should be on the board, mm. but unfortunately, okay. that was not on the board, so zero for that one. It's okay. okay. So i got plenty of time to go. Uh, name something in the kitchen you'd hate to live without. You said fridge. Survey says that's our number three answer uh, worth 11. Oh, no, Mike. So you're at 24. <laughs> hey. It's all right, though. You had a really good answer for this one. In fact, it might have been the best answer. If you thought you heard a robber in your house, where would you hide? You said closet. Survey says, is closet there? It's the number one answer. 44 people agree with you. Okay, well. So now you get into more of a respectable territory. Mm -hmm. Uh, Name something that would be impossible to do in the dark. You said drive. Okay. Survey says, is it on the board? It's not. The minute I said it, I was like, I am so dumb. Okay, so I have 78, I think. You have uh, 68. 13, 11, and 44. 68. And I can't even count. It's all right. Let's go ahead and grab Bradley so he can give his opportunity here to uh, try to help the family get to 200 points. Mm. Bradley, I got some good news and some bad news. I heard good news and bad news. What's the good news? The good news is there are a lot of great answers for you on the board. Oh, good! The bad news is there's only 68 points that you banked up. (laughs) You know, look, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, you know the rule. I'm going to run through these. If you hear this sound, it means you've said an answer that Don said you probably not likely, apparently. (laughs) I got zero on two of them. All right. Come on, girl. Here we go. Let's see how you do. All right. We'll start off with this one. If your fingers were the size of hot dogs, name an activity you would struggle doing. Uh, wiping my butt. Name something a pre- husband might do if his pregnant wife yells, it's time. Take her to the hospital. Name something in the kitchen you'd hate to live without. Uh, refrigerator. Need a new uh, answer. 
oven. Uh, if you heard a, a robber in your house, where would you hide? My closet. Another Under answer. my bed. All right. Name something that would be impossible to do in the dark. Something impossible to do in the dark. Um, read a book. All right. Let's oh. see how it goes here. Oh God, oh God. All right. Let's start off with the first one. If you uh, had fingers the size of hot dogs, name an activity you would struggle doing. You said <laughs> wiping your butt. I mean, it's good. Survey says. That wasn't oh, up there. Oh, my God. Dawn, so I'm Dawn sorry. had the number two answer with put on clothes. Typing. I was going to say typing. I just think of ev- everything everywhere all at once. Yes. yes. Because yes. they have hot dog yeah. uh, Name something a husband might do if his pregnant wife yells, it's time. Dawn said, uh, grab that, uh, that grab bag. Grab the baby bag. You said take to the hospital. Is take to the hospital on the board? You'd think it'd be worth more. Only five points. Oh, my God. Okay, you're all fired. Number one was panic or scream. Number two was get the keys or get get in car. In the car. Faint, call family, start sweating, call 911 or jump. Those are all on the board. We Uh, lost. Name something in the kitchen you'd hate to live without. You're at 73 points, by the way. Something in the kitchen you'd hate to live without. You said stove or Or oven. Yeah. Number one answer. Ah. That's worth 24. It's not over yet. You're at 97 now. If you thought you heard a robber in your house, where would you hide? Number one answer was closet. That's what Dawn said. You said under the bed. That's the number two answer. It's worth 27 points, which means this last answer needs to be worth 60. Excuse me. Needs to be worth 76. (laughs) Sorry, Bradley. Needs to be worth 76 points. And you said... Name something that would be impossible to do in the dark. You would have to get the number one answer, and it would have to be worth 76. You got the number one answer. Yes! It's only worth 62. Unfortunately, just short. I'm sorry. So close. It was a great effort. It's because I I said said wipe my butt. You know what I said for what you can't impossible to do in the dark? What? (laughs) Drive. Drive. I mean, that's not wrong. Hey, by the way, I just went out in the hall while I was waiting and found out the wristwatch thing is that's a real thing. One of our coworkers like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that all the time. Okay, Was it Lori? No. Guys are gross. (laughs) It was a guy. All right. Hey, when we come back. Oh, look, we're not coming back. Up next, Lori. I mean, we're coming back on Monday, Monday. but not not right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was was depressing. Uh, No, we'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Up next, Lori and Julie. I think it's Julia and Brittany today. Have a fabulous weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.